22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 105. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me is the man who would throw a baby into a horde of walkers just to save himself, MFG Mike, the finance guy. I do that just for fun. Uh, (laughs) All right, let's mafia things up a bit. Joey, burn down the ship. Clamps, burn down the crew. (laughs) Yep, the old robot mafia. (laughs) And with me also is the man who would run to find a tank during the zombie apocalypse and then realize he doesn't know how to drive one, so he'd be dead. Archie Square, off the tech. That's what you think. So... The other day I was in my house and I was thinking, why do they call it a pair of underwear when it's only one unit, right? It's like, but then a bra is singular. It's like, well, how does that work? You pair know, of underwear. You know what's funny? He meant that to be joke, but that's actually like... It's a deep question, man. That, well, that's it's kind of like, why are there 10 buns and 8 hot dogs? Exactly. <laughs> or a pair of pants. Yeah, it's only one unit. Why is it a pair? <laughs> and if you're wondering about who that other voice is, in the guest chair is the man who would hide in the sewers of the town during the zombie outbreak, and then, when all is clear, would then start planning to put up a Starbucks. He's also the man that I threatened to smear feces on his car. But alas, he's such a nice guy, how could you really be mad at him or even feel threatened? So <laughs> so here he is trying to catch up to Big Cap for the all-time guest appearance ground. Please give it up for Hips Dom. You know what, Cap? I'm very proud Yay. of you. I feel like this. Those Click on Comics books have really helped. They really worked. That was a great intro. I'm very proud of you. I'm so slapping you with those fucking books. That's where the guy. Well, before you say you want to snack me with those books, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been practicing very often. I'll get you the second season. It's all about Siri. Maybe I should get, what, what's the name for um, Alexa? Yeah, I should get Alexa more. Yeah, I love my Alexa. I'm still wondering why I saved up this bag of feces. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you, you didn't have to save that up because if you smelled earlier, that was me. <laughs> oh, we know. G was like, the Febreze, motherfucker. Shout out to Gigi. I love you very much. All right, so obviously I wasn't very subtle when it came to the show's topic, but if you didn't get the hint, today we will be finally covering this past season, which is season seven of The Walking Dead. Ooh. Damn, Ralph, really, bro? <laughs> Listen, the soundboard has a mind of its own. Yeah, 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 yeah. all right. You, you sound like you've said that before, except about your parents, right? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's like that scene in Spaceballs with the tail. <laughs> yep. The thing has a mind of its own. I can't control it. What was the name? Barf? Yeah. yeah. Barf. Yeah. Bartholomew. I'm a mog. I'm a man's best friend. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So before we get to that, let's just let Mike talk. Okay, that's all I got. I mean, don't worry about it. Mike has enough geek update for the whole show. So let's just go to the quick news. And now, the quick news. Yeah, we ain't got time for that shit. I got, a, I got a lot of news. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down and shut up. <laughs> and I'd get something to drink. It's going to be a while. I warned you guys. <laughs> Alrighty. Starting off with the deaths again, because that's just the way it is. Uh, the comic book community is a little less expressive with the loss of prolific artist Rich Buckler. His name might not be as famous as many of his peers, but Buckler was co-creator of Marvel Comics' Deathlock in Astonishing Tales number 25 oh from August of 74. And DC Comics All-Star Squadron, which also premiered in uh, Justice League of America in August of 1981. Buckler worked nearly two years straight on Marvel's Fantastic Four book for most issues from 142 to 171, and equally long on DC's World's Finest comic on most issues from 257 to 286. His oeuvre between the big two comic houses is, is immense, 
Everything from DC Comics Presents to Flash to Superman to Spectacular Spider-Man to Avengers to Black Goliath. And he just did it all. Uh, he was also the author of two books, How to Become a Comic Book Artist and How to Draw Superheroes. Buckler died May 19th, 2017. After a long battle with cancer, he was 68. Wow, he was pretty young. I mean, yeah. And I'm pretty young, but young enough for life. Yeah. I, mean, but I think I remember those books. Yeah, I definitely remember All-Star Squadron. I yeah. mean, I used to love that. I love that. Yeah, because I remember it, it, for me, I didn't see Captain Marvel in comic books. I always saw him as um, the, the, the kid's superpower hour with Shazam. So when Shazam <laughs> was in comic book form, it was in All-Star Squadron because he had... Um, um, Captain Marvel Jr. and you had Mary Marvel there, right. or at least I had the issue. I, I had say maybe the issue you had, yeah, because he wasn't a regular member, but, right? Uh, but yeah. I had him there. So I mean, but I would tell people if any way you want to honor these guys, you know, um, th- th- their contributions, please pick up their um, pick up their stuff, yeah. or at least take a look at it because you'll really be, you know, it's very interesting. Interesting to see other people's styles and expressiveness of these characters and so. from different time periods, right? So who else died? I'm afraid to ask. All right. Them. Well, Powers Booth, who recently played uh. Gideon Malik in Marvel's The Avengers and on Agents of Shield, passed away on May 14th, 2017. The Snyder, Texas-born actor won an Emmy for his portrayal of the crazed cult leader in 1980s Guyana Tragedy: The Story of Jim Jones. He is also known to 80s film buffs for his role in Red Dawn. He will also be remembered for his performances in Sin City and Deadwood. Booth died in his Los Angeles home from natural causes. He was also 68. Powers Booth. And, you, you, and I remember we talked about it at the, at the job. You were talking yeah. about natural causes. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, you know. Yeah. He could have smoked cigarettes. You're like, well, then that's not natural causes. Right. I don't know what that means at the age of 68. That's really young. I just want to say, what a freaking awesome name yes. that is. And that, Powers Booth. And I think Powers is his actual real name. Who, wow. Yeah. He must have had, like, the greatest parents in the world. It's like, you know, we're going to name our kids something we don't have. Power. <laughs> in my head I just heard a really nasty couple and and the wife saying can I name him not big dick <laughs> you're missing that in this household Powers movie. And, and he was great in um, Sin City I didn't see yeah. him in Deadwood but I hear he's more known in Deadwood because of the notoriety yeah. of the show Deadwood that sounds like Ralph wow <laughs> he's just got insults for everybody today <laughs> wasn't he also in uh, in uh, Tusk I don't know. I did not see. And I, I don't I, I didn't I'm, didn't mention. I still haven't watched it, Ralph. I'm sorry. I won't be watching. Ralph, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's keep going, Mike, before I get yes. like yeah. Alrighty. 007 finally met one foe he couldn't defeat. Sir Roger Moore, best remembered for his portrayal of James Bond in seven films, died on May twenty third, twenty seventeen. Sir Roger was initially introduced to UK and American audiences from his time on black and white TV westerns from the early nineteen sixties. He became a household name on both shores when he took the lead role of Simon Templer in the mystery spy thriller The Saint, which ran for six seasons from 1962 to 69. Four years later, Sir Roger achieved world fame when he played James Bond 007 in 1973's Live and Let Die. His final portrayal of the suave secret agent was in A View to a Kill in 1985. He did very little acting work after leaving the Bond franchise. Beginning in 1993, Sir Rogers successfully battled prostate cancer, several instances of skin cancer, and, and was even fitted with a pacemaker for a slow heart uh, problem. Wow. Unfortunately, he succumbed to cancer. Sir Roger Moore was 89. I remember Roger Moore as James Bond. Like oh, People yeah. talk about Sean Connery, but my introduction oh, yeah. was Roger Moore. It was always on ABC. They would have the, the TV. You know, they would show um, James Bond, and it was always him. Yeah. Yeah, Roger Moore is not my favorite Bond, but he definitely is. It's kind of a hit to find out he's dead. Yeah. I do have to say, Live and Let Die has to be one of my favorite intro songs. I really? Say. Oh, it's oh, okay. so good. It's good. I mean, it's with Paul McCartney and Wings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Right. It's so oh, shoot. good. It's really good. 
Wow, we just hit three different keys and all not lined up. Oh, wow. How could you not like James Bond? It was the Dominican Republic. They didn't believe in spies. They didn't believe a lot of stuff. They still thought the world was flat back then. I just don't know Roger Moore. They were afraid of moving pictures? Wait, so so who's your Bond? All jokes aside, who's your Bond like that you remember? The first Bond that I remember is Pierce Brosnan. Wow. Even I know Sean Connery. Pierce Brosnan? Whatever his name is. Him. That guy. So Goldeneye. Goldeneye is a fantastic movie. That's a good intro to Goldeneye. That is an amazing movie. And mind you, I'm not a Bond guy, but I mean, I know that that's one of the top movies. And the only reason I know about that is because of the N64 game. Do you expect me to talk? <laughs> no, Mr. Bond. I expect you to get out. Of the, I expect you to get out of this trap and kill me later. <laughs> wow, was, Roger Moore, man. Which was the movie with the uranium and the submarine? All of them. No, that's uh, <laughs> every Pierce single Brosnan Jim Bond. and um, uh, Electric King. Was in, yeah, the Electric world is not enough. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Enough. Which is the second best Pierce Brosnan film? Yeah, actually, yeah. third one is uh, Tomorrow oh. Never Dies, and then he did a fourth one with it. No one should ever watch. <laughs> say the name. Say it. Is that uh, like Candyman? Dying of the Day. Dying of the Day with the Invisible I Car. Have, God, Halle that's a horrible movie. Halle Berry coming out of the water. Best part of the movie. I just, the best I liked about that movie was the fact of the architecture for that ice hotel. Oh, that was beautiful. Was awesome, right? Oh, that was awesome. Really cool. It's like a you know real type thing. I have the uh, collector's yeah. edition box set sitting very proudly on the top of my dresser. Wow. <laughs> that is impressive. <laughs> but need I remind everybody that I said I have a lot of quick news. Oh, fuck. My bad. All right. In a surprising and sad announcement, Zack Snyder stepped down from Warner Brothers' Justice League film. The decision came after Snyder realized he could no longer give his full attention to the project following the suicide of his 20-year-old daughter in March. The director of Batman v Superman stated, quote, In my mind, I thought it was a cathartic thing to go back to work, to just bury myself and see that it was the way through it. The demands of the job are pretty intense. It is all-consuming. And in the last two months, I've come to the realization I've decided to take a step back from the movie to be with my family, be with my kids who really need me. They're all having a hard time. I'm having a hard time, end quote. Stepping in to take the helm of the movie through post-production and shooting additional scenes will be Joss Whedon. In a further statement, Snyder responded to what he assumes to be internet backlash by saying, quote, here's the thing. I never planned to make this public. I thought it would just be in the family, a private matter, our private uh, sorrow that we would deal with. When it became obvious that I needed to take a break, I knew there would be narratives created on the internet. They'll do what they do. The truth is, I'm past caring about that kind of thing now, end quote. The Justice League movie is still slated for its release date of November 17th. I'm just going to be quick, but I'll just say this, that um, I just feel like, first of all, it's, it's a weird to talk about this in comic book news and have any kind of um, humor. Not humor, but um, I guess like, you know, talk like being like critical of the movie when we're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, his life situation. I just think, you know, it takes a lot to admit that you need to step away. And I think people sometimes in this age of, um, social media and putting everything up there and me, 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 people think, oh, it's just a me, me, me ploy. Or, right. And it's like, no, sometimes you just need to, you know, sometimes you realize that it's, it's a little bit too much for you. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. So, I mean, props to him. And, and I hope that him and his family, you know, they take the time to heal. Like, yeah. And we've all experienced death here. And we know how it is to deal with that and to right. deal with getting back on track. And sometimes you think you're better and you're not. And I don't mean to get into a long speech. I just, I, I saw what happened. And even though I might not appreciate him as a director, I, I, my heart goes out to him and I hope that things turn out better. Yeah. The movie's another story. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Alrighty. Bippity boppity boo. Oh God. No director for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the unfortunate spell Warner Brothers chose to recite over its latest live action superhero project. 
Director Doug Lyman has magically left Dark Universe, a.k.a. Justice League Dark, citing scheduling issues. Warner Brothers has already hung up a help-wanted sign for a new director and believes it will have someone lined up soon. Dark Universe has a screenplay by Michael Grillo and reportedly centers around a DC comic supernatural team of heroes and anti-heroes, John Constantine, Swamp Thing, Dead Man, Zatanna, and Etrigan the Demon. This team would play a major role in the new DC Cinematic Expanded Universe. No release date has been set for Dark Universe. Well, uh, it's so funny when you started saying hey, um, they're looking for they're looking for a new director. I was like, wait a minute, no. As the as the flash turns, no, not yet. <laughs> I thought about it for this one, but it wasn't oh, that interesting shit. yet. I was waiting. For it. I was like, oh, come on, my. Oh. <laughs> but now, in a rare proof of existence of a multiverse, Universal Studios announces the creation of its Dark Universe, not to be confused with the Warner Brothers Justice League Dark. Uh, Universal has grouped the reboot of its iconic monster movies under the Dark Universe moniker. Right. Universal's Dark Universe films will be connected by a mysterious organization known as uh, Prodigium, which tracks monsters. Prodigium is led by Dr. Henry Jekyll, played by Russell Crowe. The first movie of the series is the upcoming Tom Cruise vehicle, The Mummy, which opens June 9th. The second film in the series will be The Bride of Frankenstein, set for Valentine's Day, February 4th, 2019. Universal Pictures chairman Donna Langley had this to say, quote, we take enormous pride in the creativity and, pa- and passion that has inspired the reimagining of Universal's iconic monsters and promise audiences we will expand the series strategically. The enterprise masterfully developed by Chris Mac- um, excuse me, McQuarrie and Alice Kurtzman will allow each subsequent chapter the right time to find the perfect cast, filmmakers, and vision to fulfill it, end quote. Additional movies that are tentatively scheduled include The Invisible Man, The Wolfman, Dracula, and The Creature from the Black Lagoon. So wait a minute. Did you say Valentine's Day 2019? It's for Bride of Frankenstein. So they're gonna wait two years or about two years to release their next film, wouldn't they? Wouldn't it make more sense for if, if it was in 2018? That's just me. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, they also might be waiting to see the reaction because they've tried relaunching uh, their their Universal Monsters three different times now. That, it, that was when they did Dracula, right? Well, Wolfman was the first one with um, Benicio del Toro, which was a great movie. You always but talk somehow, about great about yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it just didn't do well with the audiences. Um, and then. There was well then Dracula actually I said maybe it was only two times not three times then Dracula was the relaunch this is the third time that's right so they're then the trying okay yeah yeah Dracula Untold or whatever that was called was the horrible attempt that they made with that one well I just think it's it's kind of quite of a str- I mean I don't know I just think waiting two years I don't know if you yeah like I said I guess they're just waiting to see but it's really weird this is going to seem like I guess penny dreadful in a certain way I would think uh, Frankenstein's not part of their properties yeah. It is? Universal, yeah. Oh. That's why they're doing Bride of Frankenstein. Oh. Fun fact. Yeah. Frankenstein's monster's name is Seymour Van Liebowitz. Yes, he's Jewish. Wow. Really? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually yeah, felt yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like, you noticed I didn't react to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, Mike? What, what? Okay, fuck it. All right, Mike, whatever. <laughs> all right. You have more news. Go ahead. We've all heard it, but I'm going to say it, then walk away. In a film that is supposedly unconnected to Sony's Spider-Man franchise and the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Tom Hardy will play Venom in the self-titled film due out October 5th, 2018. There you got it. <laughs> go, go, Tom. I mean, I love Ed Hardy, so I'll watch it. Ed Hardy? The Tom, tattooist? Ed Hardy. Jesus. <laughs> Tom Hardy. <laughs> well, Ed Hardy, too. You know, hipsters. Uh, Laura Hardy? Laura Hardy? <laughs> God, so predictable. So fucking predictable. But I agree. I mean, Tom Hardy, he's a ba- he was a badass Bane, though the, the voice didn't fit. But, I, I mean, him as... Venom, that's a really good choice for Eddie Brock. Yeah, hopefully so. How's it going to go? I was born in the darkness. 
<laughs> I actually I watched the uh, the most recent Batman is it Dark Knight Rises last mm-hmm. night with my girl it's the first time seeing it and I was telling her like Bane's act Bane uh, Tom Hardy is his acting is so amazing you can't see his face but he still conveys so much emotion to his eyes <laughs> it was the first time she saw it or you yeah, saw no, it no no I've seen it oh okay many I'm times. like I, I could have sworn you saw it alright no, 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 many times uh, but the first time I've ever seen it it's still like just, his acting is so good though like even you can't see his facial expressions but his eyes just conveys so much it sounds like the conversation he was having with his girlfriend you know he was talking to her and she's like what? What, what movie? What movie? Yeah. I, I watched that movie and my eyes conveyed a lot too. There's a lot of eye rolling. I can't wait till she hears this podcast and meets you again. And then I can't wait. Well, you won't let her listen to it, will you? Every podcast I watch, she listens to it. It's a great support. Oh, here we go. Well, then let's keep going. All right. Well, that's not all the news for Sony. The studio is apparently bringing out a pair of double Ds in an attempt to double up. Wow. Spider-Man, Frenemies, Silver Sable, and Black Cat are getting their own feature film called Silver and Black. The film will be directed by Gina Prince-Bythewood and written by Chris Yost. Like the previously mentioned Venom film, this movie will not connect with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But most surprising is that if the reported release date of October 2018 is correct, Sony will have two Spider-Man-related films released in the theaters in the same month. That's just weird. That makes no sense. Yeah, that would just be weird. So the, the other movie was two years, so it's too, too far apart, and this is now too close. What the fuck are they well, doing? I mean, you know, you could say that you're trying to push something, but if you actually release two movies from the same universe in the same month, then that tells me you probably have two shitty movies. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're consulting Marvel with these movies. Or just showing well, they're saying like, it's not part of the cinematic universe. So. Yeah, but you know, they, they could still say, reach out to Marvel. Hey, you know these characters that Marvel's we Marvel's not going to do that for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw what they did last time. Like we, to get Eagle the Planet, they had a trade off with, with yeah. Fox, so they're probably going to be more strategic, especially with, with the way. Well, with Sony, they have a little bit more love for them, so you know, yeah, we never know. But, I mean, Sony's yeah. helping them with the Spider, uh, Marvel's helping Sony with the Spider Man. Right. Never know. Alrighty, really, you'll do a four way, but not a five way. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> uh, encouraged by last year's highest ratings ever, the CW has already made plans for another superhero crossover event for the fall of 2017. Yeah. Fans of the core superpowered series can get their water cooler stances ready for the week long event, which includes Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and DC's Legends of Tomorrow. But the CW's newest hero, Black Lightning, yeah. will not be joining in on the excitement. What? There are three reasons cited for this. Go One. For it. Black Lightning will not premiere until the second half of the fall season in 2018. Damn it. Two, the four core shows are all filmed in Vancouver, while Black Lightning is filmed in Atlanta. And three, Black Lightning is, so far, not connected to the Arrowverse of shows. His name is also Black Lightning. <laughs> hey, I was going to... Pure for power <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> I was waiting for number three, because um, you, you talked about all those other things. I'm like, no, 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 no. They, they can find ways around it. But the third one, the fact that I've, I've been reading that He's not in their universe. He's not in the Arrow universe. Yet. Right. Well, neither so, is Supergirl, but that all depends on like if he's in her universe or if he's in his own, or if they're not even going to bring it up. But we don't know. They're going to put him in her universe. I would think that would make that more sense. That just sounded kinky. He never <laughs> <in the universe>. <laughs> <laughs> and he meant it that way. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And last but not least, for, oh my God. for all the hoes at home that finished the epic fourth season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and are hungry for more... Sit down, because you're going to be hungry for a while. What? Yeah. This fall, ABC will take the space from our favorite agents and then head into space for the eight-episode first season of Marvel's Inhumans. But don't start hitting your children yet. (laughs) A smorgasbord begins when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. debuts its fifth season in January 2018, which will run without breaks. What? What do you mean without breaks? No breaks, no hiatus, no time off. No, no, no mid-season, semi-season. Nope. So, Cap, when he says without breaks, breaks stop, you know? 
right? So not the way you drive. No brakes. Was <laughs> 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 because I took the brakes out of my car. <laughs> so with no brakes, that means it just keeps on going. You see how that works? Unlike you, who can't keep going and eat free snacks. <laughs> wow. Hey, I, I can't keep going, but I'm very potent. Fuck that. Yeah, tag team. Oh, we know about the potency. We, we, yeah. I don't know how you know about it, but oh, we all smelt it earlier. We oh. I was talking about some other potency. So wait, that's all your quick news? That is it. Wow, that was pretty good. Ralph, any quick news? Nah, not really. Oh, you're so uneventful. Tom, any quick news? That's not what she said. She didn't say anything. That's quick news to all of us. <laughs> you can't laugh and tell news at the same time. So that's why. <laughs> all right. Tom, quick news? Nah, that was for me. All right. I guess we'll go right into it then. All right. So let's go to what we're here for now. Um, I know we're going to talk about Walking Dead, and I'm going to say it ahead of time. Oh. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> I apologize for our late coverage of this season. You know, right now. I mean, right when we were about to cover it, a few movies that had come up, had came up and we decided that we wanted to cover it, and then we had some scheduling issues with somebody who had an afternoon birthday party. I don't know what adult <laughs> has that shit. Hold on. Let me just say, I am here right now missing my grandma's birthday party because I canceled <laughs> oh on you guys God. last time. Oh Thank you very God. much. And this woman raised me. All right? But you know what's funny? When people make excuses like, um, oh, you're absent from work. Why? Oh, my grandmother was sick. It's always the grandma. Right. <laughs> so... My, on my Hispanic side, she is um, Cinco de Mayo, and we celebrated that weekend. And then now my grandmother, actually, her birthday was yesterday. We want to celebrate today. Oh, wow. oh, there we go. Well, happy birthday, Grandma. Even though she'd be like, yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, what's a podcast? What's a- <laughs> She's got a t-shirt on that says MFG all the way. <laughs> <laughs> she probably thinks it stands for something else. So. <laughs> all right. so He's a motherfucking genius. All right. <laughs> but, but lo and behold, afternoon birthday parties and grandma birthday parties decide we're here. Talking about uh, episode episode seven, Walking Dead season seven, and with a very plain Jane synopsis, is MFG Mike the Finance Guy here to bore us to death? So Mike, go ahead. Alrighty, The Walking Dead season seven was the recent sixteen episode season of the hit TV series. Season seven began on October twenty third, twenty sixteen, and ended on April second, twenty seventeen. Like previous seasons, the sixteen episodes were divided into two eight episode halves. And for those that still don't know, The Walking Dead television series is based off the comic book series created by writer Robert Kirkman and artist Tony Moore. The TV series was developed by Frank Doraban. There you go. Synopsis. My name is Rick Grimes. (laughs) Now, whenever I'm in a conundrum, I recollect on something Grandpappy Grimes once said after entering an all-you-can-eat Indian curry contest. He said... Life is like a ghost pepper. Whatever stupid thing you do today will probably burn your ass tomorrow. (laughs) Truer words were never spoken by a man with a prosthetic anus. Always hated finding that thing in the dishwasher after Taco Tuesday. But I digress. It seems like forever since Negan did his Gallagher routine on Abraham and Glenn that made me the Melania Trump of Alexandria. But you know, sometimes you gotta respect Negan. If there's a dissension with one of his crew, he meets them face to face to iron it out. (laughs) Well, Michonne and I have been, well, how do I say it politely? I've been cattle prodding the oyster ditch with a lap rocket every chance (laughs) I can get. I don't mind telling you I haven't had this much sex since that time I was a troop leader in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> oh, oh, what I mean is I had just met Lori and we were making out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eugene was taken by the saviors and has become Negan's third testicle. 
The Reverend got taken in by some scavengers living in a dump. The zombie apocalypse has only been going on for three years, yet these garbage folk talk like they're the lead members of the committee for re-electing Trump. <laughs> oh, God. I've been stumping the grounds trying to get Hilltop and the kingdom to help me in a fight against the saviors, but they can't decide if they'd rather spend the rest of their days dealing with an on-again, off-again lunatic with a murderous streak or continue serving under Negan. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have shown him my highlight reel with me shooting people in the head. <laughs> but my name is Rick Grimes and I got a rebellion to get underway. Rosita is setting up some kind of wild E. Coyote style explosives trap. <laughs> I hope we don't lose any people that, that make Alexandra so so special to me, like like woman in the crowd number three <laughs> or boy on a bike. <laughs> And I really hope Sasha is feeling better. She might be getting a cold because I think I heard her coughing. <laughs> Let's give MFG a round of applause, please, if you remember that button. All right, all right. Once again, Mike, yeah. always outdoing yourself. And it's starring everyone we, we reviewed the last time we reviewed this. Right, there we go. So, all right, so let's get into it. Oh, before we even go into that, thank you, Ralph. Let's press that button that we paid so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. All right, and, and that um, that uh, spoiler button is brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. So let's get into it. Stush. Oh, God. <laughs> I want him to hear this. I so want him to hear this. He's going to dog both of you. Because Steve doesn't like being fucked with too much. <laughs> He's got a good humor, but that stush is stush. hilarious. Stush. I'm, t- I'm a time to listen. All right, so... Let's get at it. All right, so Walking Dead. The, the first thing we covered was the first... I'm sorry, the last time Tom was here, we covered the first three episodes. So it's going to be kind of hard to, to cover the rest, but let's try to go as early as we can. Um, all right, the first question I want to ask right off the box. Um, I know one, one of the first episodes that came after the first three episodes was showing the mayor of Hilltop and Sa- Sasha and Maggie. Mm-hmm. Is it me, or did that mayor of Hilltop get... Slimier and slimier oh and God. slimier. He was like a used car salesman that just kept not getting customers. I was just gonna say that just a used car salesman. Yeah, it was bad. Cause, I mean, I was like, okay, you can't get that bad. Wow, he just got really bad. Yeah, well, but but then mean, they just kind of ignored him by the very end. Like you're like, okay, well you went somewhere. We don't know where that is exactly. You know, he does disappear, and then when Negan goes a little birdie, told me at first I thought it was him. Right, but then you we know? found out later, yeah. which we'll get to that it we'll wasn't to, him. It wasn't him. Yeah. But no, first he's like, oh, yeah, you want some whiskey? Oh, I don't drink whiskey. Oh, I want some tequila? I some tequila. You guys talked about Eugene being uh, Negan's third nut? I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eugene just proved what I've been saying all along. He should have been killed three seasons ago. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, he um, actually had to remove himself from uh, social media because yes, he was yeah. getting actual death threats. I, was, I wanted to talk really? about that. Really? Yeah. Okay, so all those people who give death threats to actors of movies that it's not real, guys. Get a fucking grip. That's right. from the cap. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. That just drives me crazy. Like, why, why would they do that? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Don't poke the bear, Cap. I'm going to get death threats. They're going to come to the Bronx. The I want to see you fucking try. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, just the fact that the mayor, you know, hit on Maggie. It's kind of sleazy right there. That just tells yeah, you. Know. He hit on a pregnant woman whose wife just died. Then he tries to murder her. Husband. His wife just died? I mean, his husband. I, I mean, it is 2017, right. so. Are you trying to say something about Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> Only Maggie knew for sure. Wow. <laughs> Sure. How did she get pregnant? That's just so well, confusing. Well, they pulled out the microscope, and then they went from there. <laughs> now, now, Except for somebody in the kitchen. Why do we keep losing turkey basters? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. Let me ask you this because here's where, where we start seeing a divide of all the characters. Once again, like Walking Dead likes to do, they like to get everybody together and then break them apart. I didn't feel so bad about this um, separation of the characters this time around. I mean, how did you guys feel about that? Well, I mean, it's true. Like, usually they do the separation. I think what made this different, and it made it different for me uh, as well, and it's funny you mentioned I was just thinking about that when I watched the end of it, was that I think this time because the characters were somewhere. All the other times, either some people are somewhere, others are, like, meandering around, da-da-da. These people were, like, at actual locations, and I think that made a difference because this time you felt, okay, there's a reason why the group is split up. You know, it's to, to benefit the show by, like, each person gets a chance to talk to some different community or something like that. Right. So, they were all somewhere yeah. over the rainbow? Maybe. Way up high? Yeah. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he gets the fucking rim shot for that shit. Go home right now. <laughs> <laughs> because you have, you have Maggie and Sasha over there in Hilltop. Right. And, you know, like, you know, Maggie's trying to rest up, but he's trying to sell Dealing her with out. Colonel Sanders over there. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then you have Tara, which that ended up being a little bit more of an interesting story for me. A little bit more interesting than I expected. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I felt bad about the whole Tara thing. I'm like, wow, she she, lost, she was out of shape and, you know, she wasn't really working. And then, like, she's fucking pregnant. <laughs> she's oh, fucking really? pregnant, yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? The no, act- I didn't know that. The actress in real life is pregnant. The actress in real yeah. life was pregnant. I was looking at Tara in the first season. I'm like, okay, she looks like she's in shape. And they see this season and she looks... I don't want to say sloppy, but she looks like she gained a lot of weight. Yeah. And I'm I'm shaming her. I think it was my wife was like, Cap, she's pregnant. She's fucking pregnant. How did you not notice that? All right. How? I don't know. How? Okay, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I don't well, think it's his kid. <laughs> definitely wasn't. You don't think. Wait, so you have Tara so you have Tara um meeting that 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 um Oceanside. Yes. Um I was gonna say um Little, what, Little Amazonia, yeah. Little Amazonia, Oceanside. Not, no, no, it's Oceanside, not Oceanside, Long Island. By the way, for everyone else yeah. in New York. But. You sure, I thought it was called Seaside. No, it's it's the, it's the name that's on the uh, the building. How do we feel about that story? The, the story of her finding this other organ, this other um, coalition of people. I'm okay with it. I mean, it wasn't overly dramatic, but it was it was a nice diversion. Um, but what I find really nice funny, diversion. but what I find really funny though is that, and especially by the end of the season when everyone is just like. Okay, I just came back from so and so, and they're going to say yes, and this person's doing that. I'm like, wait a minute, how close are all of these communities that Alexandria had no clue anybody was near them, yeah. but yet they all seem to be about like a five minute drive away? <laughs> well, I mean, I know, for example, Hilltop and the Kingdom of relatively close because look at all them walking over there, right? Right, but but I'm saying, but like Alexandria, like Deanna, who was the leader of Alexandria, never mentioned. Oh, and by the way, if you just head up. Five minutes up that hill, <laughs> there's another group of people. Wait, but you did know? she know about this? Did she know about Negan? No, but that's my whole point, either. though, is that, like, but, you know, we see them go back and forth between these communities really fast. That, like, you know, you figure in all the time that people would have, remember, they've been going out searching further and I'm like, and you never ran into anybody and vice versa. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. I, I mean, it doesn't bother me, the story, but I do find it funny that they keep collapsing the distance just to make the story easier to tell. It's you know? that TV magic. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, so then you have Tara with that group. And, you know, um, what's funny is I don't remember seeing Heath after that. Heath is the guy that she was with in the truck when they got separated. He right. died. He died. He dies, yeah. I, I thought that he went in, but you couldn't tell if he died or not. He died. He, he dead. He, he dead? He dead. Oh, fuck. He dead. He, he dead. dead, man. I'm sorry. Right. He oh, dead. Oh, shit. Well, I missed something. Um, you mean the guy that looks like he should be on Arrow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the guy that, 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 that I think he played Dr. Dre and he was in the new 24, yeah, right? Yeah. He was in definitely Dre. Yeah. Dre to Compton. <laughs> all right, so you have that. Yeah, so, so you have that little story going on. Then you have mm-hmm. also, of course, you, um, which we left off last time, Carol and um, Morgan yeah. over in the kingdom. Yeah, 
Which was well, with, with with Morgan and Carol or, or Ezekiel and the Tiger. Which one are you going for? Ezekiel, Ezekiel wanting some, he wanted some hot Carol ass. Yeah. And I'm like, you better have gone back in time. <laughs> oh, wow. Ezekiel wants some of those fresh baked cookies. You know oh, yeah. And when you look at her, she's not fresh baked. <laughs> she looks like keeping her off, though. Damn. But, uh, no, I, I, I love Carol, but I'm just like, man, this really is fiction. A lot of men want her. <laughs> well, she's kind of badass, though. Well, she is, though. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, anybody be like, well, we need uh, people to go out there. You can either take a group of 20 people. I'll take Carol. <laughs> and also, I mean, it's Slim Pickens in the zombie apocalypse. That's so. true too. The, the the kid who died was also like maybe some cougar action. I don't know. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> Speaking of kid, I don't mean to jump around, but I'm just trying to like going to Mike's point. Everybody was in some place, right? So you know, you have Morgan and Carol there. By the way, before I move on to the other place, how long were you saying, okay, Carol, snap out of it? Because they decided that Carol would, you know, live outside of the walls mm-hmm. of of the kingdom, but she would still be there. Did I mean obviously we knew she was going to come back. But I really, it was funny because when all this stuff was happening, which we'll get to in a second when Negan goes back to um to Alexandria, right. how bad that I just want Carol to be like, fuck the season. Even if we got to cut it five episodes, have Carol come in, end this shit, we're done. Well, I knew, credits, I knew credits, when she credits. found out what really happened, she yeah. went, that's it. That's right. But that was the whole thing. They yeah. kept her ignorant. Yeah. And I mean, like, that was really, it was really sad and it was really touching when Daryl was just like, everyone's alive and they're fine. Yeah. And you're like, he knew that he just he realized talking to Carol that she did not want to go back to being murderous Carol basically you know uh, that she's trying to like stop this because I mean it was becoming a thing with her ever since the prison you know for her to kill it was just like yep you're dead correction she's not murderous she wasn't going to become she murderous Carol is her like official state what's her go to right now now, <laughs> now that she was being little pussy bitch Carol. That's wow, bro, really? I don't think about that. I mean, she Murderous just, Carol is just Carol. Well, you have to remember, like, Carol was not, it's not like she was aware of anything that was going on. She just was just like, look, I have no reason to be doing this life. It's a bad life. The kingdom has is doing fine. She doesn't know that Negan's involved with them. She has no idea her friends are killed. You know, so she's just living a life. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, Daryl realized that she had a, a, a time to kind of not being involved. But I was just, I was waiting for Morgan. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, Morgan's going to tell her. Morgan's like, listen up, bitch. All right, listen, you, you know that boy Glenn? Yeah, he dead. Yeah, Abraham? Yeah, he dead. Maggie? Well, she ain't dead yet, but you know, it's possible. But she's dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> inside really wild. <laughs> you know Rick? Rick's a little bitch. He's Negan's bitch holding his bat like, you know, it's nothing. And you know what's really sad? He still hasn't let Carl die. <laughs> Speaking of Carl, I mean, the, the immense balls on Carl to be able to like say, I'm going to go... And I'm going to infiltrate the Savior's Haven. Well, well, you know how they say when, like, you lose your sight, your hearing gets better? Or, you know, like, yeah, you, yeah, like, you lose your hearing, When your you lose one sense, the other senses get tightened. Yeah. Right. If you lose one eyeball, you gain another testicle. Ah, <laughs> oh, my God. So it lets him, you know, just get be more macho and be like, fuck this shit. I don't care if I die. I'm going to go kill Negan. You guys couldn't see this, but I was shaking my head the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, here it comes. Wait for it. Wait I like. I, I just love Negan's obsession with Carl's eye. I'm, well, I was yeah. just like, that was just nasty, dude. Just make him put that patch back on. <laughs> and then with Negan, I mean, I, I felt. How did you guys feel about Negan taking him in, like you know, treating him the way he did? I mean, I'm surprised, being that he is the son of Rick, that he would maybe fuck with him a little bit more. I mean, he fucked with him, but 
he could have fucked with him more. I felt like he was more like, hey, this kid's all right. I'm like, really? Well, I think there's some of that, and there's also some of the... not Again, he has no fear of Rick, but I think also it was just kind of like, look, you know what? What'll be easier to deal with Rick? What if this kid just kind of warms up to me? You know what I mean? And again, not in a... I'm really concerned kind of way, just in a kind of like, eh, what the fuck? <laughs> you and also, know? he uses a lot of psychological warfare. Like, what can we yeah. do to Daryl? He knew he couldn't treat Daryl like he treated Eugene. That yeah. wouldn't make a difference. Right. You know, but he, you can see Eugene's a pussy. So you give him some nice stuff, you throw him some girls, he's happy, he's cool, do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, you have to treat everyone a certain kind of way. Well, like Sasha, I thought like him talking to Sasha was really, it was interesting. I liked the way he talked to her, you know. But like, to, to go back with Carl, the way Negan sees it, it's, it's sort of like, you know... <clears throat> If I get this kid to, if I can convince him, you know, he's a young soldier right here. This yeah. kid's not, he's already not scared to kill people. He just came in with the balls to try to kill me. Right. So this kid's tough. If I could get this kid on my side, shit, yeah. what can I do? My thing is, I would look at him more of a, as a liability. I'd be like, fucking take him out. If I'm Negan, I'm like, take him yeah, but out. He, well, Negan, Negan doesn't have a fear like that. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's very prideful. He's like, oh, this, this shit, no one's going to kill me. I'm fucking Negan. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he is. I mean, he does not worry. I'm not saying he shouldn't, but that is his, that's his Achilles heel, is that he does not worry. And then what's interesting that Negan goes back with Carl to Alexandria. That was a creepy dinner. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, I would really have hated to have been hosting that dinner party. <laughs> I so put is everyone okay of... and alive? <laughs> I would put a little bit of rat poison in that pasta that he was making. It was just like, it's, it's some Parmesan for you. Here you go. Some Parmesan. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we found the little dairy factory. There's some Parmesan. Here you go. But what do we think of Rosita, though? I think she was just a little bit more over the top of uh, the way they wrote her this time. I, like, I wasn't enjoying her. For her to do. Yeah, and I wasn't, but I wasn't enjoying like what they found her to do. It just seemed very one note with her. I mean, granted, I understand well, revenge. She's, uh, yeah, I mean, I understand the rage, but it, it just wasn't interesting. I guess her rage wasn't interesting, you know, enough. Well, it's, it's, it's sort of like a dual rage because she's pissed at Sasha and Abraham for... Um, Having she, something real. Yeah. And then she's mad at Negan for killing Abraham. But in, in essence, essence she, he kind of did her a favor because, you know, he's out of the way. But in Sasha's way hurting. So but, like, see, but she's not really that mad at Sasha because they have their whole tag team. They have their whole moment where they really, really talk it out and hash it out. Yeah. You know, or as, as uh, the cat like to say, they really ironed out their feelings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he was waiting for. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I mean, it's funny. I just bought a Rosita Pop doll uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And people are like, what for? <laughs> I think she's hot. But, you know, I mean, I do agree it was very one note because it was a lot of just anger, 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 anger. Mm -hmm. But maybe they're moving because it's a, it's not a slow moving show, but they really take their character development. They take yeah. their time with it. So maybe that's her note for this season. But then it could switch like what they did with Morgan. Right. Morgan was, you know. From from um, compassionate um, father of the apocalypse into the crazy psycho guy who lost his son right. to um, all of a sudden you know um, the the, the freaking pacifist who didn't do anything like he's gone through all these stages yeah. maybe that's maybe they're gonna do something with Rosita or they're just gonna kill her off because what? she got nobody to be with now Cap I can confirm your thoughts she is hot but I but, but but I love for talking about a, a character swap though was just I could never kill anybody thanks Reverend give me that fucking machine gun I'm killing everybody. <laughs> I was just like, damn. <laughs> At least this time, you know, he didn't, um, you know, run away like a little well, chicken. That's what bitch. I'm saying. Like, he had and, a, and a complete close himself in, in the yeah. church, like before. Just to jump back to Rosita quick. Um, <laughs> jump like, on Rosita quick, right? I mean, hey. Why I not? Can't say that. Other people are listening. Um, <laughs> but uh, they they probably are going to kill her off because of the fact that they need her. Because, like, she was saying to Sasha, she, had, she knows bombs, she knows knots, she knows this, she knows that. 
You know, and so for some reason, The Walking Dead loves to kill off characters that they really need. Oh, you know? uh, not initially. <laughs> the, the, she know, dead next season. You know, the, the way that she was telling that story was kind of interesting. Like in any other context, she would seem like a gold digger that she's collecting daddies. Because yeah. she's like, you know, I, I was dating this one guy who was good with cars. And, you know, I learned everything that, that he did and without him knowing. And then once he couldn't teach me anymore, I moved on to the next guy and then to the next guy. I was like, damn. Like, damn, Rosita, again, it's only been three years. <laughs> it's only been three years of this only apocalypse there. Well, she's, uh, she's been working on that before the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, wow. Everyone's got to get their rocks off. <laughs> or is it like... Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Um, because because now we have all that, and we have um, Negan. Go- like I said, we had Negan going back to before we go back to Rosita. We have no- Negan going back to the place. And th- the reason why I bring this up is for a, a specific point. I had somebody tell me that Negan was not that interesting now that he's introduced into the series. Okay. Um, she um, Phoenix, shout out to Phoenix, um, was telling me that she finds that he's one note and that he's kind of the same guy all the time, and that. It's, he's not very interesting. And I feel like one example of that, I'm not agreeing with her, but I can see why she says that, was the um, when he came back to Alexandria mm-hmm. and, he's talk, and he's talking with Spencer and Spencer's trying to like cut right. a deal with him and then he kills Spencer. I don't know. I just felt, even though he killed Spencer and he killed Olivia too, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, man, I guess I wanted more Lucille. I don't know. Well, I mean, but the thing is, it's like Negan's personality when he's dealing with the public it's like anybody. You're generally one note when you're dealing with a, a certain group. When you're at work, you deal with people a certain way. That's just the way it is. But you, but Negan has a lot of layers. You can see that when he's at the compound, when he's talking to people. The fact that, that just like uh, Hipster Tom just said there, like that he plays those mind games. He's obviously a very intelligent man. He's full of himself. He's very intelligent. He really knows human psychology enough to like really be able to manipulate people, um, to instill that much fear in that many people and be one man. Because you've noticed, he doesn't have a right hand man. I he would, has people that hang near him, but he's, it's no—he has no person that's like this is the guy. I like the governor. Remember, the governor had his, two. you know, that he had his number two guy. Like Negan does not have that, or at least not that we've seen. I would love to know his backstory. Yeah, they'll be. They're, they're gonna to wait for that. They might wait for that for next season because that's probably gonna probably happen. do like they did with the governor and give us a backstory before we get rid of him, him in some kind of way. You know. Here's my prediction. Oh boy. He worked in an office building as a white collar cubicle kind of guy always getting pissed on or some shit someone just like yeah 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 why are you doing your work is all messed up whatever and then when the apocalypse hit he grew his balls and he's like yeah I can fucking rule this world I I can't imagine him ever having been timid (laughs) I would say he's an HR person (laughs) you mean like puffing stuff Oh, he's your friend when things get rough. <laughs> you know they have puffing stuff again, but I'm not even gonna go with that. Wow, that's sad. Yeah, they do. I know. <laughs> um, scavengers. What do we think about the scavengers? I think they're too freaky. All right, can we just say I don't know how many of you guys are Star Trek fans, but the scavengers and the Borg are the same. Yes, thing. yes. <laughs> I mind. The they just they just get kidnapped thing. later and they become the Borg. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that that that, that Walker that they had with all the the, the that, was awesome. that was awesome. That until was awesome. I was like, all right, that, that's kind of an interesting thing to do. It was like pretty creepy. It yeah. was very. It was out of like um, Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah. It was. I thought it was really smart. I don't like them only because, like you know, like I had even said in the synopsis, it's again, it's only three years. You know, like it, it'd be one thing if, for instance, if if I wouldn't be so bad with the way that they talk and act. If let's just say, visually, I mean, not not any assumptions to be made visually. They were easily seen to be the old, the absolute oldest person was maybe fourteen to fifteen, 
and then all younger after that because then you'd be like okay you know smaller younger minds easily molded da, 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 da. but i'm like that leader she's definitely i mean i'm being generous by saying she's in her late 20s you know like i'm like you know like our, our civilization didn't devolve like language wise and thought wise Jada, in three years. Jadis, right? Jadis. I, I think that's her name. Yeah. Yes. Like it just doesn't devolve like that. Like they they're, they're, they all talk in this weird way, and I'm like, it's been three years. This this reminds me of Planet of the Apes, where you find like this sect of people, you know, that hundreds of years later have like gotten a certain way. Yeah, like, like they regressed so much. Yeah. yeah. But let's also touch upon the fact: how hilarious was it when she was like, "Oh, I lay with Rick later." <laughs> that whole awkward moment. <laughs> that, that was Rick hilarious. and Michonne were like, uh, and Michonne was just like, "She ain't say a three-way, so I'm out of here." <laughs> and Rick's like, "I don't, I don't want any part of this." Michonne, I'm sorry, I don't, I didn't, I didn't do it. Well, it's interesting. I was reading some theories online about this. Some of them are messed up, saying that the scavengers were part of some sort of like institute, and they're all some level on the autism scale, and that's why. Oh wow, they yeah, act that's, that way. That's, that's a little out there. It'll be interesting. I was like. Well, you know, it's plausible. Maybe that's why they speak like that. But and then there was another one that's like they're just English is not their first language. Mm. And well, they all but then they would be, Swedish. but then they would be speaking whatever their language was. I, I don't know. <laughs> they all look strangely Swedish. Like they all came out of the IKEA catalog, right? But, you know. Shout out to Johannes. I will, say, <laughs> I will say this about the scavengers: they throw some really wild parties, man. Yeah. What? No, but I like that theory. I mean, even it's a little a little fucked up, but I like that theory that they, they all have some form of autism. And then she could have been like the head of that that place. I can't do the word right now. I'm going <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I can kind of see that theory. Yeah, it's a little know. fucked up as it is. Yeah, it could, like you know, they all are on the spectrum, and she's the more high functioning of them. And so, like, they look to her. Uh, that seems I, I, like I, a reach. I, 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 I don't know. I also like don't like going for the for, for the mentally disabled thing. I yeah, like you could that's find that's what writing that. Right. I, mean, I, I didn't think it was. I'm like, yeah, I don't can, think they would go that way. You can kind of go one floor of the cuckoo's nest kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he took charge. And, right. Yeah, definitely true. No, definitely. Yeah, like I, said, I just like I said, I mean, it's not that I I hate them as a group. I just they're not my cup of tea only because it feels very um, contrived. Hate yeah. is a it, strong it, word. How about yeah. strongly dislike? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, um, I. Yeah, I won't even say strongly dislike. Like I said, it just feels very contrived, and it, it so that every time they're on screen, I feel like I feel like they're from a comic book. That's what I feel like. It doesn't feel like like you you just said like, well, this is what would probably naturally occur. Like the uh, the cannibals were very natural right. and stuff like that. But these, it's just like eh, this is very fake feeling. You know, like as if it's almost as if like they're like we want so-and-so and then they go back in the other room they're like oh, could you believe they thought we talked like this well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's what it almost feels like they should be doing in another room you know it's also interesting though the fact that because of the walkers and the fact that you can't make so much noise mm-hmm. it could be that they've been silent for so long that they've developed this new way of talking in order to limit how much noise they make yeah. that's a really good I mean, that's an, an, idea. again it's an idea you know so my question is how idea. can we do that to the cat <laughs> can't silence me uh, I have a just bat to... we just hit him on the head a few times until we get the, to the stage have you seen how are. big this fucking head is that's why I said a few times indestructible bro indestructible <laughs> you're, you're say... talking about like knocking down a forest to build bats <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Wow! I just say I just say it's easy to shut him up. Just put a horror movie on. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> done. Freddy's wow. coming for you. Wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. Wrong Etcheveria. Wrong Etcheveria. Just bring out Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So, um, summing it up, I mean, I mean, we, we know about um, like one, one quick thing. Can I just say that Oceanside? They are like they have all these guns, and they're like, oh, no one's gonna come and take our guns, you know, from us, and the Alexandria people were like six people. 
right? Yeah, probably around that take, much. Maybe a little more, yeah. And they took that whole camp in like five minutes. But they're so, also really good. I mean, they also, are really good. They didn't have the guns on them. They were, and they, that's, that's what they found out where the guns were because those two women were running to the armory. That's right. True. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we, we have a couple of other loose ends that they had. I mean, Michelle was in it, but she was too busy with Rick. And then later on, she gets, you know, she's not, you know, they're, 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 they're planting the. Um, Oh, the that woman battle. fucked her up, man. I was, was like, Ooh. in that final battle, in that final battle where they set up, I couldn't believe that Michelle was getting the ass whooping she was getting. Well, she was surprised. Where know. was her samurai sword this whole time? Um, Not working. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, she almost always has it on her. And I don't remember seeing it in the scene either. No, I don't, she didn't, I don't think she had it on her. She, I guess since she was um, doing Overwatch as a sniper, she probably didn't need the samurai sword. Yeah, but, she, but, but like you said, she always has it on and her. And you like, always have yeah. a backup weapon. What if someone sneaks it behind you? Like it happened, yeah. and then you're in a tight quarter. Did anybody see that betrayal coming? Yeah. I was about to say, did, did I, my hand I is raised. I definitely didn't no, see I didn't it. see I that, that betrayal. I, I wondered. I thought that if things went bad, that the scavengers might turn on them, um, but I didn't see it as an out and out betrayal. I saw know? that coming a mile away, and I didn't quite catch who Negan said talk to them. Or did they talk to Negan? I don't. I, didn't I quite think. Catch yeah, that. I think it's kind of. I, probably they know of the scav. I, I'm imagining that Negan knows of the scavengers. Probably like he probably knows the yeah. Right I mean, because he well, again, they're not that far away. Obviously, so he has to. Well, that's the other thing about Negan. It's like so you didn't know Alexandria existed. It's just really close to everything else, <laughs> and they've been. Remember, Alexandria existed from the day the zombie apocalypse started. Basically, I mean, like not the day, but you know what I mean. Like within a couple of months, they started building that. But remember, well, before Sasha there. goes in the coffin, they talk about how far the distance is, and it's a couple hours away. Yeah. Right. Well, that was a couple. Yeah, but I mean, they've got car. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's been three years. It's again, this is not like zombie apocalypse. They're a couple hours away, and it's a, it's a month later. Maybe we haven't gotten the nerve to go out. It's been three years. And I keep saying that only because we know that the kid is around two plus years old. I guess the baby. Just, just to play yeah. devil's advocate, we don't know if they had an agreement in the past that we didn't know about. Yeah, but Deanna's been gone for a while. No, but Deanna couldn't have had an agreement with them. We just didn't know about it. They kept it in the dark. Yeah, just but like, the, just but, like Ezekiel kept it in the dark from his people. Yeah, but, but the only difference, and again, I mean, I understand what you're saying, playing devil's advocate. Uh, to go back to that, though, would be, but then who's been supplying them in her absence? Nobody's been doing that. Like you would notice these trucks pulling in, which is why and their extra, supplies going out. Which is why he's extra pissed right now. Well, he's oh, pissed because they destroyed the outposts. We didn't really talk about Eugene at all that much. I mean, he had an episode, and mm-hmm. he's got his little sprinkles there. I, I mean, obviously, Eugene's a pussy. We kind of saw that coming. Eugene needs his come. I mean, like I, you know, whether he's alive in the books or not, and I think he might still be or something like that. Yes. Um, it just well, it's like Negan's alive. I mean, but we don't want him to live. It's it's. If this is this one, I think is the final betrayal. I mean, like that—that's too much. Even if they don't kill him, they just should be like, "You're no longer welcome into any of our communities when this is done." Now, let's just say this is Eugene, not the actor Josh. Right? No, exactly. <laughs> you know, for those angry hordes. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Um, I I just feel that like that's you can put up with a lot, but that's like just ultimate betrayal of your your group. Even for as as odd of a of a mental character he is, you know, it's like I can't forgive that. But his whole thing since jump is survival. So right. you have to give him that. Like he got with Abraham because he lied to Abraham and said, Oh, I know all these you know, these secrets. You have to mm-hmm. you have to keep me safe. Oh he's and true now to he's the character they were thing. Yeah, like, he's, oh, he's I'm, keeping oh, himself he's safe. He's true to the characters. I'm talking about like as if this was real life and now you know, we get rid of Negan and his people and let's just say he's now not with Negan. Well, you know, the first place he's going to want to do is to well, self self preservation. He's going to try and come with one of the groups. I'm saying that at that point, if they did, if he didn't die beforehand, if he, and if no one wanted him dead, then I would just be like, you've got to go, right? You know, because but, I, I couldn't, you could never trust him again. You would now see the ultimate level. Like, there's a difference between survival 
but sticking with your friends. We're just going like, okay, um, if I'm going with the guy that's killing my friends, I'm just going to go over there. But you, you can know? you can argue that he did give Sasha the pill. I was just going to say that. How did you feel about the fact that he gave Sasha the pills? Because I mean, but Sasha didn't want the pill. She wanted some other way out. Remember, she was mad when she got the pill because she thought he was going to get her like some other way to get out. A gun you know? or yeah. a knife right. or something. Yes, yes and no. And I, and you could definitely tell she's disappointed because I, I personally felt like when he, when she asked for something, she specifically said knife, gun, glass. And I think it's just to get Negan. Right. But the pill did end up coming in handy anyway because if it wasn't for her coming out and trying to attack Negan, they would have been fucked. Right. But that means I can't distraction. Right. Now, again, from a story point of view, we know that. But now let's go back into being part of that story. It's you've once again you fucked her in other words she had if you just slipped with some kind of a knife not that she would have probably killed negan but at least it's as a, as a person you feel you gave me a fighting chance i asked you to help me get out here like you said maybe she even did say like a knife or some kind of weapon and you gave me a pill to kill myself i'll but then anyway i mean and maybe from talking to you guys didn't think this i thought um because i thought it was gonna be one of those slick things when negan said you know i'm gonna kill a couple no more than two all right maybe three and she's like, no one has to die. And he's like, okay, one. You'll give me one. And she goes, yes. I thought she was going to turn around afterwards and be like, kill him. Kill Eugene. <laughs> I, I really did think that. I thought that instead of her no, meaning totally, herself, yeah. no, no. I, thought, I really thought that she was going to be like, yeah, kill Eugene. Because I thought she was that mad at him. No, my know? first thought was she was going to kill herself. Yeah. Or she's going to like, sacrifice herself. Yeah. How, well, how did you guys feel about that sacrifice? I mean, obviously, we know about, you know, mm. we talked about, you know, Eugene giving her a pill. But how did you feel about that as, a, you know, the, the turning point of the fight? Yeah. I, I liked it. I mean, I thought it was very clever, you know, because I mean, because you sit there, you're like, okay, where is she? Because the performance they were giving of her dying from that pill looked like her, like, getting off in that coffin. Yeah. Oh, my they, God. They, I was thinking the she same was, thing. That she was masturbating. No. She's like, mm. Yeah, no, definitely. Opening, and I'm like, what is going on? I have to watch that again. I didn't yeah. get that. No, 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 definitely. Every the opening, time. The opening scene, I was like, is she playing with Yeah, because she, she kept looking down every now and then, but I mean, because she's looking at the, the iPod, but she's looking down and she's like, I thought someone mm. was going down on her. I'm right, like, that's what I'm saying. It just sounded like sex. How did I miss that? How did I, me, the married guy, miss that? That's why. Because yeah, you don't know what sex guy. is anymore. GG, <laughs> GG, prove him wrong. <laughs> you don't know what sounds women make. It's okay. Wow. Damn. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. Fucking Fozzie Bear's coming at me? <laughs> waka, waka. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. All right, all right. In the end, how do we feel about the way they, they summed up season seven? I, I mean... Like to go back to what Phoenix said, Phoenix had told me that you know, like she felt like um, Negan was one note. I it kind of sounds like March, where they say March comes in like a lion. Is the saying March comes in like a lion, out like a lamb? Yes, yes. Do we feel that way about Negan that he came in looking very, very strong and then at the end didn't look as strong as you know they oh, advertised him to be? He was strong from beginning, middle, and end yeah, to I me. Agree. Like he was because I mean, he never like he didn't go like one of those. With which other stories or something, or other shows will be like, well, I was horrible, but you know, now I realize I shouldn't have been so. But no, he was just like, fuck you, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> you know? I'll say this: it is evidently clear that Negan has read the Art of War. Yeah, probably has. Clear. He probably has. I want to know who'd win in a fight, Negan or Shane? <laughs> oh, Negan. Wait, Shane with hair or Shane without hair? Ooh, yeah, so there's a difference. No hair, Shane. Nah, Negan. Ne- Negan might have might need two bats. <laughs> Lucille and Ethel. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So, I mean, how do we feel about the ending? The ending was, you know, was was it tied too neatly? Um, it was fun. It was fun. Like, yeah, I mean, it was 
really melodramatic to the fact that like it waited until Negan had his arm raised. But when that tiger jumped across that, that screen, awesome. I'm like, I rewound it three times. I'm like, yeah, the tiger. But then I'm also like, you do know that that tiger has tasted fresh human blood. Like that can't be around people anymore. No, I'm, I'm sitting on the couch with my girl and then I see this tiger jump across the screen. I jumped. I was like, oh my God. I'm freaking out. But, but also like, but again, it, it begs that question. Like I picked, um, picked apart with a uh, Batman two when he just shows up in the middle of that uh, bank. Yeah, <laughs> with, with with only one entrance and exit, you know, you're like, so nobody knows that tiger coming into town. Like, <laughs> like nobody was like, tiger, tiger, magic show, tiger. <laughs> you know? It's the Big Brother Circus. Codename Siegfried, Siegfried, Siegfried. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so nobody noticed that because they got all the way into town, then jumped. Well, <laughs> you know, you know well, she, she, that tiger had taken lessons from uh, Cesar Romero's The Joker. Ah, so she was wearing a hat. And then when she and took it off, outfit? yes, I think it's more realistic that the tiger got lessons from Caesar Milan. <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, anything else before we go into renaming the show? Oh, but just finishing up what you had asked, though, sure. like um, I, I thought that it was it was a great, as overdone as it was, it was still a great takedown. It's a great scene. The three communities come together. I mean, you know, once you saw Carol in there, you're like, yes, Carol. About and time. Then, and Maggie showed. I mean, it was just. Um, I thought Maggie's speech at the end. It could have been a little bit shorter, and I think it would have been more touching, but I did like it because it was just a long way for her to be like, you know, Glenn is the reason why I did all this stuff like that. Um, but it was really touching. But I really liked the, I did like seeing uh, the three leaders on stage. I like seeing Ezekiel, Rick, and Maggie on stage, and you see Ma- Rick is doing the talking. So it's just like, I guess you're in charge. I really, I really feel like, I feel like Maggie's like the Phil Jackson of The Walking Dead, you know, like, wow. <laughs> the Phil Jackson? In what way? I don't know, just like this, her leadership ability. The fact, like, so she she came to the hilltop, with pretty much nothing, right? right. And she was almost dead, you know. And, and then while her time is there, everyone is trust her and built and built a relationship, and she leads them so well, yeah, without any hesitation. Whatever she says, they do it. What about the apple? I love that. Like when uh, the uh, the uh, the governor there or whatever his name is, um, when he took the apple, and that's like he's like the other guy's just like. She's pregnant, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was it was it was a great scene because without stating any fact, the man is saying like we like her, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And, and we're also, starting to realize your shit is shit. And also, <laughs> when know? he tried to kill the walker and he he, he pussied out, and then, yeah. and then Maggie jumped in. And Maggie helped me. Maggie yeah, yeah. helped me. I was like, damn, dude, you have no chill. <laughs> those three guys walking by, they're like, oh, he told us he already killed them, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, what do you guys think about Morgan and his pointy stick? You know, every time he stabbed someone, he was like, clear, 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 clear. <laughs> I thought it was like interesting how Morgan kind of regressed back to his crazy self yeah. after, after um, I can't believe the guy. The kid died. Name. The kid oh, died. Yeah, I can't yeah. his name. You know, I thought that was pretty interesting, too. And he rebuilt the roadblock for some reason. That was a little confused about it. I'm like, what was the point of well, that? Well, because he was trying to catch um, Negan's people on the way in. So he can. But do they drive? I mean, they don't show it, so I, I could be wrong. But do they drive through the same town? In that case, um, why not just ambush them it would a long appear. time ago? It would appear so. Yeah. I mean, well, he was on suicide mission. I mean, he, I, he you know, the thing is, he's not thinking that clearly, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, and I was, it was interesting to see Ezekiel talk him in, or Cyborg, as I like to call him. <laughs> to have him talk him in uh, versus Carol, because I thought they were going to have Carol talk him in. But Carol's just like, ah, I, don't, I can't deal with that bitch. I, I felt <laughs> it was a little bit um, tied too neatly, but it was still yeah. good enough for me. But it's funny how uh, every other Walking Dead conclusion... Um, I feel like every other season, one is like a super, super cliffhanger, and then one is like, okay, you know, we let them back. Like when, um, I forgot, um, the, 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 well, the last season where they didn't show you who they killed. Right. right. That was insane. People were petitioning, oh my God, like, was, AMC. <laughs> but I loved it, though. And the season before that, the end was with the government, well, 
sorry, it was two seasons before that was the governor who got away, and right. then we finally had to deal with him. Right. You know, one more time. I know we're talking about the end, but can we jump back a little bit to Carol almost becoming the sacrificial lamb? Oh my god! I, I'm dude. so curious to see how that would have gone down if it actually happened. That he would be dead the moment he tried to take Carol, and if he had even kidnapped her, then Daryl would have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's definitely true. And, and Carol was just like, "Daryl, you're here. I'm not getting any sex from you, am I?" <laughs> no, <laughs> I like me some man. <laughs> but that was interesting. I like the way that um, and it was it's it's interesting seeing that uh that. They um, they've had so many lesbians in the show to see them introducing gay men like with the two the couple that's been there. Oh, but then like they just um, threw in and I thought they threw it in really nicely about Jesus being gay. Wait, oh, Jesus yeah. is yeah. gay. Yes. Yeah, because he said so, when he was talking to Maggie. Remember they're having that one on one, and he said like you know I'm not good at getting close to people or you know like relatives or and then he paused and goes boyfriends, and you know she was like and she said like you know well you need to get over that and get used you know she's saying you need to take people into your lives. You know. And I thought that was really cool too, as because considering that she's a super religious character, how she was raised, I thought she was like really yeah. natural. Well, like, it's yeah, kind of cool. Like, yeah, and it's kind of cool too. I mean, you know, if you want to, whether or not that was meant to go deeper, but if you want to take that deeper, to just be like, you know what, beliefs are beliefs, but this is the apocalypse, and we ain't got yeah, shit. Right, we, yeah. we don't have enough time for this shit, which is an interesting way of looking at it Absolutely, too. Absolutely, yeah. You know, but also like what I was saying about um, him being a good character was also nice that like he's just this like really smooth, you know, like he's not like you know like you would think like like the boyfriend. Of, of is it Dave or Dave? I don't know what the guy is the one that, that found Rick and his crew stuff like that yeah. like he's more of what you would consider more the stereotype of a gay character whereas Jesus is just like I, this is just another part of my life but I'm you know able to go in kill you know do I'm basically like Glenn you know? but, but I do like how his boyfriend stepped up and he yeah. went to Oceanside. I mean, he didn't do much, but he stepped up. Yeah, no, yeah. I thought that was a good thing too. Yeah, definitely. He's like, if you're gonna die, I'm gonna die with you. Damn right, right. Well, holding your hand right behind you. What, what what's what's with the country accent? He has a country accent. He ain't that country. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. All right. <laughs> I guess that's what's the way <laughs> I All hear right. it. All right, gentlemen. Let's go into renaming the season for Walking Dead. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying all white people have a southern accent? What are you trying to say? Yeah. Every time you talk. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. <laughs> all, all I right. hear I, is. I like, didn't. You know? Make sure I didn't say that, Master Tom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Any event. All right. <laughs> wow. A moment of silence for that battle. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Renaming the season. I'm going to call it Walking Dead. Some people say more cowboy. I say more Lucille. Fuck it. There we go. <laughs> Ralph? Walking Dead. <laughs> Fuck, why do I even ask you shit? Why do I even ask you shit? Mike? Coffin. Season 7. <laughs> Hips the Tom. Uh, Walking Dead. Why is Ralph still here? <laughs> I ask myself that all the time. All right, so let's go into it. Ratings for Walking Dead. I'll start off. I'm gonna give it eight. Come on, Carol, snap out of it already. Out of ten, Mike. I give it eight and a half beach ball size lady nuts out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Negan's got a turn of phrase, man. I, I could just sit and have coffee with him. Yeah. Oh my god, he's almost as bad as what's his, as Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph, I give it three. You don't talk when the king is talking. Damn. Out of ten. Three out of ten. Yeah. Oh my god. Hate. Oh, I hate. Fucking hate. You thought it'd be a five? Hipster. Huh? I'm gonna give it nine. Doctors in the furnace out of ten. <laughs> oh, you mean you mean Trump care? That <laughs> <laughs> was crazy when the guys like when Simon he's like, um, yeah, we're gonna need your doctor. It's like, but you have a doctor. What do you need two doctors for? 
And then Simon's just looking at him. He's like, we don't. We don't need two doctors. <laughs> but that's his brother, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how do you like? How do you think I'm going to take care of you when you just killed my brother? But I like, I like how he was like, he fucked up. I was he? just about yeah. to say, he was just like, <laughs> evidently, I don't like my brother very much. He fucked up, didn't he? <laughs> Oh man! So, so the last thing I said to him was, "Don't fuck up." Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. Walking Dead season seven. Fuck it. It was bloody. It was fun to watch. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go is next. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. Hey, comic fan Shine and Bosch here. If you also happen to be into larger life heroes and tights, aka professional wrestling, then head on over to fourlifepodcast.com for the latest and greatest in the world of wrestling. Bosch and myself taking behind the scenes to past and present with all your top wrestling promotion and news. To listen, visit fourlifepodcast.com, download us on iTunes or Stitcher, and follow us on social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Four Life Podcast. Because when you listen to your podcast, you listen to it. Four. Now back to the cap, Ralph the Tech, and Mike the Finance Guy. Meanwhile, 22 pages later. Geeks on the go. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just rough. I'm not Negan. <laughs> I was waiting for a Kev reference. Kev has been, has been on for a while. Yeah, well, you know how it is. He's been busy <laughs> working my farm, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not your farm. John's wow. farm. He's been tending some other garden. <laughs> wow, that joke was supposed to be for you, Tom. You know that, right? <laughs> That's why Tom's been busy tending some gardening. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love, the, I, like, I love yeah. the silence. All right. But like, yeah, I, I, yeah, all right. I, I, I'm going to let him off the hook now. Okay, so you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we never make it under a minute. But hey, you know, fuck it. We'll try are we really going to try that? It didn't really sound. Uh, well, you guys, you guys don't sound very convincing either. You guys are all quiet sitting here. Oh, I'm sorry. I was distracted by doing my job. The one you can't do very well. The one you keep <laughs> winging by. Wow. Pretty much. Oh man! All right, let's go. Ready, set, go. If you were evil in Gotham and wanted to take over, which villain would you team with to guarantee victory? Mike. Black Mask. He's sane enough to get the job done and crazy enough to think that I'd make a good partner. <laughs> Um, Tom? Uh, the Joker. Damn, that's it. All right. <laughs> Ralph? You're dead. Uh, probably none of the ones in Gotham seeing was how they all seem to lose to Batman. I mean, you know, just uh, you Do you have a choice of somebody? Maybe the Court of Owls. Maybe. Know. Okay, interesting. All right. Um, name all lose. Name a comic book movie <laughs> that you watched before, but for some reason can't remember what it was about. Ralph? Howard the Duck. Oh, wow. Tom? Uh, Thor, because I fell asleep. Oh, shit. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Mike? Wonder Woman from 1974 with Kathleen Lee Crosby. I've seen it five times. I still don't know what it's about. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's about a woman who's wonderful. Oh, oh God. Not really. <laughs> All right. Which Walking Dead character do you feel is overrated? Tom. Sasha. Oh, Mike. Until her self-sacrifice. Sasha. <laughs> Let's see the trifecta, Ralph. Time is up. We'll continue. Ralph. Everyone on the Walking Dead. I fucking Dead. knew he was going to say that. <laughs> you're so fucking predictable. I love you, bro, but you're so fucking predictable. Oh, my God. Hey. Pick one. One character? One character he feels overrated. Rick. Wow. Well, Everyone's like, Rick this, Rick that, Rick this, Rick that. Yeah, that's, that's, because Rick everyone, that's because everyone else didn't agree. He's dead. <laughs> You're going to get Rick rolled in a minute. Wow. <laughs> never going to give you up. Oh, never wow. going to let you down. If you see Ralph's Dead dance moves, it's fantastic. All right, all right. So, last one. Um, which comic book character t-shirt would you buy for someone? As a gag, Ralph, uh, Archie, 
put it oh. for you. Right there, the beguet. RG, wow. Yeah. Okay. Tom? I'm going to get a Spider-Man shirt for my man Ivan, Mr. Cooper. Oh. <laughs> uh, wait, um, kid T size or 2T? <laughs> well, of course, we all know him. So baby gap. Oh, <laughs> hope he's listening. I Damn. hope he's fucking listening. But he's, every time I, I talk to him about how he's listening, he goes, "Yeah, you know how many times you fucking invite me." Oh, there you go. That's true. That's true. So I gotta get him on the show soon, Mike. Uh, vibe the '80s version in his breakdancing parachute pants. Oh, that'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be so a good one. Oh man. All right. All right. Shout outs. Do we have any shout outs, gentlemen? Um, Mike. Shout out to everyone that loves me. That's everybody, except. There's everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to uh, Johannes uh, for uh, getting this thing going. By the way, you can listen to him on Bumper. I don't know if he has a particular screen name or if you just want to look up Johannes. I, look up, I believe you look up Johannes. It does come up as that. Okay. Johannes, if I'm wrong, I'm so sorry, but that's the way I remember yeah. it. Let us know. Um, but then shout out to Ruben as well for being our avid listener. Ruben gave us such high praise today before we started the show. Had to give him props. It's, it's good to, to know that you're doing a decent job of what you guys do, especially when you when you love what you do. So thanks, Ruben, for the shout out. And I'm glad we're doing a good job. And to Anwar, I don't know if that beard is still growing or whatnot. If you're still listening to us, you know, say hi. I know we're not at the gym anymore, so I, we don't see you. Right. You know, so I mean, I mean, the beard probably took more of a life than he did. Honestly, yeah. um, Ralph, I would like to shout out my niece in the future when I make you listen to this podcast. Hello. <laughs> and she's going to be 17. Like, why are you talking to me like I'm dumb? And she'll be like, I can't believe you guys used digital back then. <laughs> Everything is just water. It wasn't, tele- it wasn't telepathy? <laughs> Tom? Uh, shout out as always to the folks, to the girl. Uh, shout out to Me and My 22 Cash for bringing me back. Um, shout out to Kev for you know working so hard and uh, <laughs> yeah have a good night guys. I I'll give a shout out to Tom's girl as well for having a great sense of humor for, for all this. I know that sometimes we bring people on and we bust their horns. The fact that you haven't given me hate tweets, we're good. <laughs> so look, I'm glad you have a good sense of humor. Look at the cap trying to get back into the good graces. Yeah. No, no, because I ain't trying to try trying to break any homes down. I mean, Jen's got a good sense of humor and she don't listen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But if Jenny, you were listening, I'd still fuck with you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jenny's got a good sense of humor. But yeah, shout out, shout out to all those people that you guys have mentioned. Shout out to Joe. Um, thanks for you know hanging in there and taking stats. He's got more stats coming up. Can't wait to hear about that. Shout, out to, shout out to Kev. Shout out to Ruben. Shout out to my cousin Abel, who, who once in a while will drop a, a, a gem or three. And shout out to Ron. I'm putting this out there for Ron. You mean Kane and Abel? Yes. <laughs> yes. My boy Ron Kane. Ron is somebody that I'm really cool with and wants to be on the show so desperately. Or is it just wants to hang out with him, which is fine. I have no problem with that. But he hasn't listened to the show. So I'm like, how do you want to be on the show if you've never heard the, di- the dynamic? I'm Ron Bergen. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the only thing is Ron is the only person I know shorter than Mr. Koopa. All right. So, wow. <laughs> so for a- a- anybody else before we go? Nah, it's good enough. All right. So for MFG Mike the Finance Guy, RT Square, Ralph the Tech, and of course, the guy who has no poo on his car yet, Hipster Tom, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky and Wonder Woman a week from now? Yeah. 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 June 2nd. That's right.